You are listening to Vital Signs, a podcast for Sentara providers. Welcome to episode one of the Heart to Heart with Dr. Yeha series. In today's episode, we are joined by Dr. Amin Yeha, advanced heart failure, heart transplant cardiologist. Before we turn things over, let's go over some important CME announcements. This episode has been accredited for AMA PRA Category 1 credits. For detailed accreditation and designation information, along with disclosure information, please visit the show notes. This information can also be found on our website, www.centera.com forward slash physician education, as well as reaching us by email at physicianeducation at centera.com. Now here is Dr. Yeha. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Amin Yahya. I'm an advanced heart failure cardiologist at Sintera Heart Hospital. I'll be talking to you today about heart disease. The term heart disease refers to several types of heart conditions. And it's worth mentioning that the heart disease is the leading cause of death for men and women and people of most racial and ethnic groups in the United States. One person dies every 34 seconds in the United States from cardiovascular diseases. Around 697,000 people in the United States died from heart disease in 2020, and that accounts for every one in five deaths. Heart disease is not just a deadly one, but it's also a very costly one. It accounts for around $229 billion of cost in 2017 to 2018, and this includes costs for healthcare services, medicines, and loss of productivity due to death. The most common type of heart disease in the United States is coronary artery disease, which is basically caused by a plaque buildup in the walls of the arteries that can hinder and limit the blood flow to the muscle of the heart. And this plaque is made up of cholesterol and other substances. And this, the process is called atherosclerosis. A word or two on the coronary heart disease. Basically, it's the most common type of heart disease killing around 182,820 people in 2020. About 20.1 million adults age 20 and older have coronary artery disease. And in 2020, about 2 in 10 deaths from coronary artery disease happen in adults less than 65 years old. So it's not just a disease of getting older, but it's also happening in the younger patients. So what are the symptoms of heart disease? Sometimes heart disease may be silent and not diagnosed until a patient experiences signs or symptoms of heart attack, heart failure, or an arrhythmia. And we're going to talk a little bit about heart attack in a few, but just know that arrhythmias is the sensation of fluttering in the chest and heart failure is basically can present with shortness of breath, fatigue or swelling uh, in the feet, ankles, abdomens, and uh, basically patients will have decreased exercise tolerance and limitations of activities. And we can talk about that in another occasion. Heart attack is also caused by a plaque formation, and it's also called and known as myocardial infarction, which happens when a part of the heart muscle does not get enough blood. The more the time that passes before treating that blockage, the greater the damage to the heart muscle. Some statistics about heart attack. In the United States, 
every 40 seconds, someone has a heart attack. And every year, about 805,000 people in the United States have heart attack. About one in five heart attacks are silent. The damage is done and the patient is usually not aware of it. And as we talked before, coronary artery disease is the main cause of heart attack. Less common causes include muscle spasms or contraction of the coronary artery that can stop the blood flow to the heart muscle. But what are the typical symptoms of heart attack? The major symptoms are chest discomfort. Most heart attack involves discomfort. The patients say that there is chest pressure or chest pain in the middle of their chest or the left side of the chest that lasts for more than a few minutes. Sometimes it goes away and comes back. Patients can feel weak, lightheaded, or they will gonna pass out. Sometimes the pain can radiate to the jaw, the neck, the back, or the arm. And sometimes it's also associated with shortness of breath. Other symptoms of heart attack can vary and include unexplained tiredness or nausea and vomiting. Women and diabetic patients are more likely to experience these atypical symptoms. So what are the risk factors for heart disease? About half of all Americans have at least one of three key risk factors for heart disease, which include high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and smoking. Some other risk factors we cannot control, such as age or family history. But we need to know about the risk factors that we can control, such as hypertension or high blood pressure, which is often called the silent killer because it has, for the majority, no symptoms. The only way to know about it is to measure your blood pressure. Also, unhealthy blood cholesterol levels can cause cholesterol to build up in the walls of the arteries, as we talked before, and help form a plaque that can limit the blood flow to the arteries. We have two main types of cholesterol, the good one and the bad one. The good one is HDL or high density lipoprotein, which is considered the good cholesterol and LDL or low density lipoprotein, which is considered to be the bad cholesterol. Also, if you have diabetes, your body either can't make enough insulin or can't use its own insulin. And diabetes is also a major risk factor for having heart disease. Obesity is having excess body fat and it's always linked to, for the most part, to the bad cholesterol and triglyceride levels and to lower good cholesterol levels. So what can we do on our end that can help decrease those risk factors and sometimes increase those risk factors for heart disease? It all starts with the diet. If we're eating a high saturated fats, trans fat, and cholesterol diet, it's usually linked to heart disease and related conditions such as atherosclerosis. Also, if eating too much salt or sodium in the diet can raise the blood pressure. If we're not getting enough physical activity, it can lead to heart disease. 
This happens by increasing the chances of having other conditions such as obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. Also, drinking too much alcohol can raise blood pressure levels and increase the risk for heart disease. It also increases the risks for having high cholesterol by increasing the levels of triglycerides. Women should not drink more than one drink per day, and men should not have more than two drinks per day. Also, it's very important to know that tobacco use increases the risk for heart disease and heart attack. Cigarette smoking can damage the heart and blood vessels, which increases the risk for atherosclerosis and heart attack. Also, nicotine can cause increase in blood pressure. Exposure to secondhand smoking can also increase the risk for heart disease, even for non-smokers. So how to prevent the heart disease? It starts by the diet. We need to choose healthy meals and snack to prevent the heart disease and its complications. It's important to eat diet that is rich in fresh fruits and vegetables and fewer processed foods. Also, eat diet that's rich in fibers and low saturated fats, limit the salt and sodium intake, limit the sugar in the diet because that can help control the risk for diabetes. Do not drink alcohol more than two drinks for a male or one drink for a woman per day. If you're obese or overweight, that can increase the risk for heart disease. That's why it's important to watch your weight, exercise, and it's important to have a primary care physician so you can get your cholesterol checked once every four to six years. And if you are diagnosed with high cholesterol or have family history of this condition, you may need to have your cholesterol checked more often than that. Also, if you have high blood pressure, make sure your blood pressure is controlled and check it often. If you have diabetes, you need to check your blood glucose levels and follow up with your primary care physician on that to make sure your hemoglobin A1c is controlled. If you take medications for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, or diabetes, you must follow your doctor's instructions carefully, be compliant with the medications, the diet, and follow up instructions in the office with your physician and specialists. And for those who smoke, complete cessation is recommended. You can work closely with your primary care physician. And also there are multiple resources available for patients and smokers, such as 1-800-QUIT-NOW, which is a resource provided for smokers that can help them stop smoking. I hope our talk today was helpful for you to know more about heart disease, its prevalence, what are the risk factors for it, how it presents, and what are some measures that can help prevent heart disease. For more information on heart disease, visit the American Heart Association website at www.heart.org and the CDC website www.cdc.gov forward slash heart disease. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you for joining us and be on the lookout for our next episode. You've been listening to Sentara Healthcare's Vital Signs, a podcast for Sentara providers. As a reminder, read today's show notes for information about claiming your continuing education credits. Well, that's it for now, but we will be back soon with another episode of Vital Signs. 
the podcast that provides evidence-based education programs for physicians and healthcare providers on the go.